0: No quit. No quit, PD. And an extra point was not what they needed, but for the standings, but maybe it's what they needed for their morale. Um, thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHX Coyotes post-game show brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah here. Petey, yeah, Sean behind the Mac. Going to give him a shout-out every show now. Um, Craig calling in from Mullet shortly. Petey, take it away.
1: Yeah, well, I tell you what. From the way this team looked the other night against Carolina to the way they look tonight against New Jersey, it's two different teams. Yeah. And you know, first of all, we talked about the depleted roster since the trade deadline and all the players that they lost and how that they played after that trade deadline. Um, they didn't come out with their usual effort. Today they did. Um, I I tell you what, this was a much different team. And we talked about Schmaltz and Keller last game were virtually non-existent today. They team up for one of their spectacular goals. They looked all in again. They skated well. Everybody chipped in. Um, We'll get to more about some of the goal scores in a minute here. But it was... It was a good team, 60 minutes. And this is one thing this Coyote team has done. Even if they get behind, they keep battling back. And this New Jersey team is the second best team in the Metro, mm-hmm. third in the East. It's a good hockey team. Yeah,
0: and they got better at the trade deadline.
1: Yeah, and, and Timo Meyer gets his first goal as the devil. And that, I thought they were fast. They were had their offensive game going. I just, the Coyotes were right with them. And it's, it's moments like that. They go, okay, you get maybe a little too excited. Oh, they, they're with them. I know in a seven-game series, they're not going to stick with this no. team. But they they played bear hockey tonight. Andre Turney wants this team to compete. He wants them to work hard till the final buzzer, win or lose. And they did that tonight with a huge goal by Jack McBain um, with two minutes to go.
0: I got to say, the vi- our vibe here at the studio, I know it's been Tank, Bedard, But something about that, like, I think just last Friday was we were so down. (laughs) Um, So it's kind of, you know, the point was a little bit extra, but it was just nice. It was just nice. And you have to imagine it's the same. I'm sure, you know, the guys in the room would have wanted it to be two points. But you got you can't be upset with the performance they put on tonight. So I think we should get into the numbers in this one. It's a uh, classic Coyotes outing outshot 40 to 29 Connor Ingram made 35 saves. Devils 100% on the power play one for one. Coyotes 0 for 2. Not a ton of penalties in this one, but you got to give it up for the oats Blocking shots, laying in front of the puck. Um, Josh Brown, who just came back from injury, took a stinger, there in the third period. So 20 block shots for the Coyotes to the Devils 15.
1: And one thing about this that jumps out at me is you look at the shots on goal. Almost 30 again. For this team to get 30 goals or 30, 30 goals.
0: 30
1: shots against this New Jersey Devil, Devil team. And you look at some of the guys we've been talking about. Shoot, shoot, shoot. And you look at Patrick Nemeth with four shots. Liam O'Brien with four shots. Lawson Carlson with four shots. Usually you'll see one of these players on the entire team with four to see three with four and several with three, including Soderstrom and, and Clayton Keller. They're delivering more pucks to the net. And if you go back and look at the goals from tonight, they're all because they got the puck to the net. They're not pretty little plays other than the the, the Keller to Schmaltz. The other goals, they threw the puck at the net and just things happened off of rebounds and broken plays. I know it's a little late in the year to finally start doing that, but it, it does pay off when you throw pucks at the net. And I thought that was good. The power play—I thought they moved the puck around in really the well. first
0: period. The first power play of the game, I thought, looked really good. Yeah, they
1: moved the puck around while well. they still need to deliver more pucks on the power play, like they were doing five on five.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But l- unlike last post game where we sat here and we're like, "What's one positive?" and we talked about one, there are many positives yeah. from tonight. But before we get into that. Before I forget. Oh,
1: yeah, we're going to do that. Let's do
0: the keys. Let's, yeah, let's get
1: that off the... Because
0: we always know one and a half is good for OT, so let's it, see. It,
1: it is. Stop the speed. I'm I I. I, <laughs> I I'm going to say they didn't. And only yeah. because they turned the puck over a little bit too much, and this Devils team is really, really quick, young offensive threat. So I'm going to say that's a no. Mullet, Magic, beat top teams at home. That's what happened. That's a full-on yeah. ding for me because... Teams come in here and they're not ready to play, and it's we've seen it over and over and over. And the Coyotes are better at the mullet than they are on the road, and they get these quick starts, and they play well, and they skate well, and they. So it's all giving them all the magic. One of the goaltending, I, Ingram gives up gives up a whack of goals in this one, and he gives up five. But I thought he played really well. And he, there were moments where he is making saves, point blank saves from really high skilled players. I, I thought he had a really good game. I'll give them a half. On the gold thing. So tending. one and a half. One and a half. Good for an OT. Good for an OT.
0: Yeah, the science is there. Our high, yep. we have a hypothesis, and we are and We time. are continuously backing it up with real data. Yes, we are. We're scientists. Yes, we are. Um, all right. Well, let's talk a little bit more about this one, um, and let's start. Let's start with Matthias Michelli. Um, what a goal by him! You broke it down. If you missed it, PD did a whiteboard draw a in-person live pd's puck talk if you will on the phnx underscore coyotes twitter so go check that out um to see how that one started connor ingram it actually started with him so shout out connor ingram but it was his fifth of the season so we've talked about maybe his lack of goal scoring but this goal put him with 31 points third among nhl rookies and if you look at the two people above him they've played 15 and 16 more games than him um so just to think about what he could have done if he wasn't out for that extended yeah. stretch with injury. I mean, he's right there in the rookie scoring race. Yeah, he
1: could be. And we talked about his ability to distribute the puck as elite. His ability to pass the puck, that no-look passes that he's done all season long. He can find guys through sticks, through holes, through legs. Great pass. We would like to see him shoot more. Today, one shot, one goal. And I will say this: When you watch that play again, first he makes the good play in the defensive zone where he bumps the puck to the middle. But he wants the puck and he demands the puck. And You call it a beaver tail when you're slapping your stick on the ice. And he's he he wants the puck. And that's what a goal scorer does: they demand the puck in those type of shooting areas. He just has to get the confidence to do it more because it's a great shot. It's a great look. He follows up into open space. He makes a great play. And he would be among well, he is among the rookie scoring leaders now. But 15 more games. Yeah, like he would be, if not for the way this Arizona team is playing, he'd be much more in the Calder conversation than he is. Uh, Unfortunately, there is some little Arizona bias when it comes to stuff like that on the national stage because they don't get the national games. People don't know who Matias Michelli is, but they will.
0: Yeah, absolutely, they will. Um, Nick Schmaltz scored his 19th of the season tonight. We are, I mean... If all goes well for Nick Schmaltz, we're looking at three 20 goal scorers on this Coyotes team with Clayton Keller, Lawson Krauss, and Nick Schmaltz. Just absolutely unbelievable. When you hear Schmaltz from Keller, it's like, yeah, no, like there's there is no Schmaltz from anybody else but Keller. No. Um, it's just unbelievable. And we got to give Clayton Keller a little shout-out because that was his 60th point of the season, that assist. The second year in a row, he's earned 60 points. Um, and the third time in his career, 2017-18, was the other time. And he's now just six points short of a career high, which, I mean, with 19 games to go, it's very, very, very possible. And we, he was on pace last year for that before his unfortunate injury, which happened around this time yep. last year. So fingers crossed, Clayton Keller um, having a career year
1: yeah and it's the same guys doing again last year they had 320 goal scores it was keller Schmaltz, and Krauss, and it looks like that's going to happen again let's see if we can get them closer to 30 yeah it would be
0: it's great. i think it's possible, keller it's possible it is all things going well let's it, see
1: it, but again they're not how am i trying to phrase this they're not playing stressful games right now there's no pressure on this team right now to win so it makes it so you can make plays like that. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you you don't. You're not double clutching. Like I, I can't make a mistake. I can, yeah. you can play a little more free when these games aren't as meaningful. And so I, I, wouldn't be surprised if they do get closer. If Keller doesn't get closer to thirty. Yeah. I, Schmaltz, uh, uh, the two of them together. They, when they're playing like this, they're hard to beat. And you see why Schmaltz drew, drew so much attention at the trade deadline because he does have that offensive ability. Um, and and with we talked about Krause, too, and his his ability to get to the net. Some of the shots he had tonight, really good looks. I think they led to some of the offense. Like the first goal he gets from throwing it at the net, and I think the, the one in, uh, that led to the McBain goal, both McBain goal and the Michele goal, start with Krause getting the puck to the net. So even though he doesn't score, him getting the puck to the net really gets this offense going.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Jack McBain, I feel like, I'm sorry to say this, but ever since Nick Bukestad's been out of the lineup... Who?
1: <laughs> Don't do that.
0: He's still, you're still voting him king. Um, ever since he's been out of the lineup, Jack McBain's had to step into maybe a more elevated role. And honestly, he's taken it and run with it. Um, we've seen him have a lot of success as of late. A goal and an assist tonight. His ninth goal of the season, getting that goal to s- send this one to overtime. Um, and he's he's right... Right in the mix for this team.
1: Yeah, you look at what he's done. So he fills in the slot on the line where Bukes was playing between Michelli and Kraus, and that line provided the offense. And they were good. And I tell you what, we've said this about this kid all along this season. It's his ability to drive the net and make plays from the hash marks in. He's strong. He's a big-body guy that fights, hits, and he can score. I this is I'm tell you what, this is a huge pickup. And I know when you talk to people around the Minnesota Wild organization – so they traded him. They just couldn't sign him. And, and the reason they couldn't sign him is they didn't have a spot for him to play. He's not getting this ice time with the Minnesota Wild. He's not developing like this as he would have if he would have been in the Minnesota Wild. So for him, it was a huge opportunity to sign for this Coyotes team. And I, we had him as a bubble guy for the roster this season. But he's clearly shown he's an everyday NHL player. And he's his bar could be very high. So yep. it, it's, he's going to be a fun guy to watch as this rebuild continues.
0: Absolutely. And lastly, I've been stalling this as long as possible to anticipate the arrival of our friend Altex. Um, I see the chat calling for Altex. Where is Altex? I don't know. Altex, where are you? If anybody knows him, It's early, too. He's in
1: Central Time Town. It's early. I know.
0: Altex, we've been thinking of you, um, and and we're just going to talk about it. Hopefully, you're watching or listening to this later. But Zach Cassian scored a goal tonight, um, and it wasn't even like a weird, gross one. It was actually kind of a nice shot, <laughs> which is the <laughs> crazy part. Um, his second goal of the season, his first goal in 38 games, his last goal was October 25th versus Columbus, which was the sixth game of the season. And give, go ahead and give the assists to Liam O'Brien and new Coyote Mackey. Um, mm mm-hmm. Wow. Who had that? If someone put money on Cassian for a goal tonight on DraftKings, please tell me how much you want. I need to know. Uh,
1: I, you watch it. <laughs> I tell you what, that was a hell of a shot.
0: I know. Like, the the puck
1: does the come, come to him part. off of a, a rebound it hits some bodies in front and comes right on his stick. And he, I tell you what DP said it here, um, that it's bar down and it. it's a hell of a shot.
0: Unreal. He,
1: he finishes the night with just over six minutes of ice time, and some of that is going from the penalty box to the bench on serving the too many men on the ice penalty, which, by the way, he gets to do almost every time they get one of those, that he gets to serve that penalty. Great for him. And then, and then not only does he score the goal, he gets the intermission interview with Bally Sports with Todd Walsh, and it was a fantastic interview. I know. He did it's a, great to hear from great him. Great to hear from him. You <laughs> kind of forget he's there sometimes, all tech, Sorry. But uh, yeah, it was a great interview, great shot, and like he said, maybe there's more to come now. Yeah. Maybe that'll open up the floodgates for the Zach Cassian um, brigade.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, in, in that honor, and in an honor of all text, and in an honor of the fact that I don't think he's ever been king of the game once before, Zach Cassian is tonight's DraftKings king of the game with the largest crown I've ever seen to date. Zach attack one goal. I love how it's like his name and crown are huge, and then just like one goal. Yeah, <laughs> yes.
1: well, yeah. well, that's great. Eh? Like, oh, just like we were man. saying, it's, it's one third of the way to a hat trick when we said it when he yeah. when he gets the goal in the I second. I think that was
0: Vagoda in the Discord Shout out yeah. Vagoda. that was a really funny comment. But Twitter and the Discord, when that goal happened, was one of like the five funniest minutes of the internet today, for sure.
1: And I, I talk about uh, Michael brought up Mackie. In his yeah, let's first talk game. His first game as a coyote. Plays just over thirteen minutes. Um paired with Solderstrom. He was okay.
0: Yeah. A, a shot did go off his foot, which not his fault. It no. did happen to unintentionally set up New Jersey to score a goal. But that it could happen yeah. to anyone. Sure. Yes. I, I,
1: I think this was a situation where you your new team. And it's going to take a while at defense. You got to learn their systems. When are, you know, what, how are we playing rushes? Who's doing what on breaking out of the zone. It's going to take him a little while to you, you. You really go, Oh yeah, he, he fits in and he gets it. So for me, a guy coming in that's only played, he's only played a handful of games this year, right? Like he wasn't an everyday yeah. guy in Calgary. So I thought he played well good, he played good and good was good enough for your first game here. I think, I think he will continue to grow. I think he's got, brings a little bit of an edge to his game. I mean, move the puck out of the zone, made the one quick, you know, makes the quick first pass. It was fine. Um, They'll have to see how he defends the net front a little bit. Is yeah. he going to get under sticks? Is he going to front pucks? Means he's going to try to block them? Is he going to try to get guys out of the way? We'll have to – they'll work on that with him. But for his first game, I, I, I give him a, a big thumbs up. Yep. I think it was a good start for what he's going to have to provide for this team over the last 18.
0: Absolutely. Um, Brett Ritchie, still not in Arizona. He's dealing with some visa issues, but hopefully we'll see him on Tuesday and the Coyotes sent back Kesselring, Koliachonik, and Kellerman down to Tucson with Josh Brown stepping back into the lineup so lots of new faces in and out every day it feels like um, but for those who might have sprinkled some money on zach cassian and if you're out there please i need to hear from you i really do um I, just tell me or if you were a little bit more on the conservative side and just did schmaltz keller points i mean cha-ching every time on the DraftKings Sportsbook sports you could have won yourself some money and i will say sean did live bet the coyotes um, there's a formula to doing so, and he was kind of right on it tonight. He was on he was it. Was on, so it was, close. Thought he had it. So close. They get the
1: two-two um, or the the goal of two minutes to go.
0: Yeah, it did add some oh. electricity to our viewing yeah. experience, which is what's so fun about the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Uh, so if you want to win yourself some money on DraftKings, download it now. Use the code PHNX. New customers can bet five dollars and get two hundred dollars in free bets instantly. That's only a DraftKings Sportsbook with code PHNX. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. PD, before you were telling me you enjoyed some brews uh, last night. I did. What were you drinking? I, it was Kilt Lifter. Duh.
1: Yeah, Kilt Lifter. It's, like, it's
0: your brand. It was
1: a, it was a, it was a Saturday night Kilt Lifter night. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. There, we did, there were no Coyote games. It was a perfect time to have one, two, or six
0: Kilt Lifters. Yeah, and you know what's another perfect time to drink beer? At a spring training game, oh, buddy! the weather finally this weekend started to feel a little bit more like spring. It's been a cold winter here in Arizona uh, as Arizona winters go. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I, as Arizona winters yeah, no, go. Right. Well, yeah, yeah, I, I would
2: agree. Fair. I would agree. Yeah, 100% we're fair. from
0: Buffalo, Minnesota and Toronto. Give yeah. me a break. Exactly. Um, so if you want to enjoy a nice four peaks beer under the sun out at a spring training game. You should definitely check that out. A wow, a golden lager, a yeah, day drinker? I think desert day drinker.
1: I, I don't know. And I'm a kilt lifter fan from beginning to end. We know this. Yes. And my allegiance is there, but at a spring training game,
2: I don't know if wow is not the perfect. It beer. is. It is. It's the perfect baseball beer. It's my it favorite is. part of going to D backs games. They got it on tap there. It's oh, money. So good. I was gonna Phoebe, can we go to a spring training game? I want to go to a baseball yeah. game with you. Love baseball. I want to.
1: There are some rules, though. I won't go to like the Twins played Tampa Bay inside the the dome in spring training. First, that should not be allowed. You shouldn't be able to play indoors. So it's got to be out. There's no choice here in Arizona. So outside, it's got to be sunny. Like the sun's really important.
2: That's very fair.
1: And so there's no night games. It's day games only. Don't really even care who's playing. Not that important. And beer. Beer.
0: Yep. So to it, they don't
1: even need to play their best players. I don't even care. I don't care if it's the guys baseball. wearing number 90 to 95. And no offense to the guys that wear 95 in spring training, you're probably not making the team. Um, cold beer, the sound, just the, the sounds vibes. of baseball. The Love vibes.
0: It. So it's beginning to feel a lot wow. like spring, and you can grab your tickets for Four Peaks' amazing spring beer dinner. Hello, sign me up at fourpeaks.com slash events. Must be 21 years or older to enjoy responsibly all right as we wait for craig um a couple other things i want to talk about first of all pd the coyotes had yet another too many men on the (sighs) ice penalty tonight
1: and so again the league leading too many men on the ice penalty and this time yeah i always i i have blamed and 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 Coach Trunier, he said it's not because of the eleven-seven. He said that publicly. He said it. Craig has asked him point blank. He said it has nothing to do with it. This time they're playing twelve and six. Means twelve forwards, six defensemen. Just too bad that three forwards go to the bench and four forwards come out. And Altec, do you know who the fourth player was?
0: Zach Cassian. Zach. Kassian. I thought you said it was Travis Boyd's fault.
1: No, no, because I, I went back and looked at the line rotations oh. and who was coming. He oh. was the one leaving the ice. Um, I, I thought he had overextended his shift, which made confusion on two guys jumping on for him, but that's not what happened. Yeah. So Zach just went out with the wrong line.
0: That's a bummer. But oh, that's
1: okay. He just um, wanted more than six minutes of ice time. You can't fault him. It's, it's like that? a caged tiger. You got to let him loose sometimes. And he just wanted to. He was out.
0: feeling it. And you know what? Right after that, right he after scored, scored. So,
1: <laughs> it's so yeah, that's, it, it is, it's something that got it. it and I'm going to give him a little bit of a pass, too, because the lines are getting mixed up. Different players yeah. on the bench. It it's is okay. definitely happens. It is what it
0: is. Um, another thing I want to touch on is, and we saw this a lot in the Discord and on Twitter, Dawson Mercer for the New Jersey Devils, um, he was part... hit The, the draft pick oh. the New Jersey Devils used to select him was the one the Coyotes traded away to get taylor hall so when you hear coyotes fans when you hear dotson mercer's name it's a little bit it's a little bit like pressing on a wound i think um and he has been on fire goals in eight straight games coming into this one 10 goals five assists 15 points in eight games he didn't score a goal tonight but he did continue his point streak this one was just like a tough pill to swallow and it and the thing is, you have to remember, he could have been, first of all, the Coyotes might not have drafted him because sure. he might not have filled the need they wanted at that time. That's number one. Number two, he, he might not, even if he was here, he might not be producing at the same rate because it's a different team, different coach, different system. So you have to remember all the things. And also there was, of course, the, you know, the forfeited draft picks around that time as well. So Coyotes fans take solace in the fact that he was probably never going to be a Coyote for like four other different reasons, but it
1: still is a tough pill. Yeah, you don't know they're going to draft that player, but it is ironic that he's in the spot that was taken by the Taylor Hall trade. By the way, what Taylor Hall and Mercer have in common, neither one plays for the Coyotes, and they're both going to the playoffs. Huh. Huh. No. Yeah, how about that for Coyotes fans? Take that one to, to bed with you tonight. I that was, was tough. I was this trying kid can to play. And you look at you look at and and this is what Craig's going to try to bring this together as as following the New Jersey plan. This is what the Coyotes want to be. They want to have these, all of their first round draft picks. Paying off and playing well. He's not the only one. they first, they have guys in the first and second round. A lot of those guys are in this lineup right now. This is a young, fast team. They're about the same age as the coyotes within average days, within 20 days of, of what the coyotes are for, for youngest teams. But this is second team in the Metro Division, and they're if they get good goaltending. I mean, we'll see. We'll see what the playoffs bring for them. But that's the model the Coyotes want to have. They want a first-round draft pick to play and contribute, and make this team a, a perennial playoff team. And, and Mercer is definitely part of that. And who knows if, if he would have been a Coyote, but it sure would. Like Mercer and Cooley and Gunther Stop. and Michelli. Stop. Okay. Stop. Done. Oh, it's a positive. Yeah. I don't know why it was a positive again, but it is somehow.
0: <laughs> somehow it's a positive. Somehow. And. One more thing before Craig get sure. gets here. He's walking up. Speaking of playoff teams, so Tampa Bay Lightning are a playoff team, okay? I've heard that. And them, every yeah. single night on the show, every single night, we pull up the numbers and we look at the shots on goal and the Coyotes, nine times out of ten are outshot. And a lot of times, they are in the single digits of shots in a period. Yep. Tonight, today, the Tampa Bay Lightning... Had zero shots on goal. Do you know who's on the Tampa Bay Lightning?
1: Yeah, that's a pretty Steven good
0: team. Steven Samkos, Nikita Kucherov, Braden point, point, Hagel, Heard like of them?
1: Hedman. Zero. Uh, Sergeyev. No shots on goal the entire period. Zero.
0: None. None. They're a playoff team.
1: Playoff team, David, three-time Stanley Cup finalists. What the hell? Like, the Coyotes, we kind of expect it. We joke about it. Well, maybe they'll get a shot or two. This is the Tampa Bay Lightning, and now the concern starts to come in. They've lost two in a row. They've only won two of their last 10, and who's starting to get footsteps behind them? The wagon that is the Buffalo <laughs> Sabres. The Burs. They're only 11 points behind with 18 games to go. Up the birds, baby. That might be Up a little the bit. Burrs. the birds. The I don't think the birds can catch them. That's a, that's a lot but of But if,
0: if we just want to add some positivity to the night, it's not just the Coyotes who do shit like that. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, exactly. So you got the low shot total for the year is not the Arizona Coyotes for a single period.
0: That's unreal. It's the Tampa and, Bay but Lightning. Like if you first time of if season, if you said to me, like I would have said Chicago or for yep. that or maybe like I don't know Philadelphia. I don't know some, yeah. like someone toward the bottom.
1: Well, it didn't have the offensive power, power that these guys have. Like, are you kidding me?
0: Yeah. No, I would never in a million years have wow. guessed that. So that was just another crazy wow. thing. That went on um, and another Sorry, we're like just jumping around the NHL, but there was just it was an interesting day. Shane Goss to spare. So obviously we saw him Friday yep. score his first goal as a Carolina Hurricane on the, power play. on the power play against the Coyotes. Well, today the Hurricanes played again. First of all, demolished the Tampa Bay Lightning. One goal, two assists. Power play goal. First Carolina Hurricane ever to score a power play goal in his first two games. The defenseman. Defenseman. That's, that's what I meant
1: Three of the fourths
0: So
1: it seems to be so working out. How well? do you think he feels like he did think Billy did think the organization that you go, you work really hard for a year and a half, re- restart your career. And now you're a team that's threatening to be a Stanley Cup contender. What a difference when you wake up, what the, the start of the week from from Monday to Sunday what a difference. And he's contributing, and there's nothing more you want to do when you get to a new team is you want to contribute. Timo Meyer scores today, and his first game is a devil. Patrick Kane yet to do that with the Rangers, and you see Goss's bear get four points in two days. <laughs> oh, that, that they sure like you on your new team. makes it a lot easier getting to the rink yep. and being around your locker room. So really happy to see Ghost yep. do that and have that kind of success for Carolina.
0: You know who else scored? Boogie. Yeah.
1: Boogie, buddy. Go on. Now I go to Twitter, watch the Bukestead goal. And I know the puck comes to him inside the blue paint and he taps in. Watch what he does to his stick from the time he wins the faceoff till he scores the goal. It's like a baton twirler at the 4th of July parade. It's spinning around. And so like the the butt end of the stick is on the ice and he's spinning around, gets it set just in time to tap that home. So please go watch that on Twitter because I was fascinated by it. Thank you.
0: And uh, Jacob Ticker also scored his first goal as an Ottawa center. I think so, he's happy to
1: be in Ottawa from what I've read.
0: From what I've seen on social media, it seems that way. Um, but enough trade deadline talk. Yep. We've talked enough about it. And let's bring in the man, the myth, the legend. It's Craig. Craig's here. What's up? Whoa. Hey, guys. What's up? <laughs> uh, not much. What's up with you? Uh,
2: Well, we got another point. So there's that sure you yeah. already talked about that. Pete, you yeah, are like rocking about- the... Is this like Minnesota plaid that you're yeah, rocking Yeah, we're just... What's going on here? It's, it's a rough winter
1: here. We're just making it through the winter. I got the <laughs> plaid going. A little upper northwest yeah. United States. Feeling the grunge right now.
2: I just... My takeaway from this game tonight is this team was down emotionally the last time we saw them on Friday. They were... They were in a tough spot. They had a meeting. They had... A, Andre called a meeting, talked to the players, and just basically... It wasn't like it was the riot act, or riot act or anything. He said last season at the trade deadline, it took them a while to bounce back. And then they started having fun, started winning some games. We saw what happened at the end of last season. Of course, we have a perspective on that than the Coyotes. But he wanted to make sure that it didn't take as long for them to turn the page. They're still professionals. They still have to come out and compete. There's still a lot of opportunity here. I know they didn't get the win tonight, but they rallied from a two-goal deficit against a really good team. Again, and got a point out of this game. I, I got to hand it to these guys. They just they just don't stop playing hard.
1: And it's something you're going to have to look at at the end of this season when we go back and look at the teams that are playoff teams and top teams in their divisions, how well the Arizona Coyotes did at the Mullet Arena. But, you know, Carolina, uh, they beat Toronto twice if you're,
0: <laughs> if you're score at home, <laughs>
1: Boston, they beat at the Mullet. They're, they're, they've had some really good games against top teams, and this is just another one. I, I do think teams first time through the Mullet It's, it's tougher to
0: play here. Yep. It is. um, Bullet magic. Maybe so. Yeah. And
2: I don't even know if it's like, if you're a team like New Jersey and you come once a year, I don't know if you ever adjust to this playing environment. might just be weird for them. But I mean, again, though, they had a two goal lead. New Jersey had a two goal lead in this game and the Coyotes came storming back. Unreal. Just unreal.
0: Who else did you talk to tonight, Craig?
2: Uh, We were hoping for Zach Cassian. (laughs) who I, I, I don't know if there's some relevance to him because I don't know what you guys did before I got here. Oh, he's oh yeah, king. he's been our king he's of the game.
0: King. I, but Altex isn't here. All we're so upset.
2: Here.
1: So he's going to have to listen to this on his dri- drive into to work tomorrow. But
2: Neither was Zach Cassian. We were told. Maybe they're together. Maybe he was here. We were, <laughs> maybe we were he told, told he was getting treatment. So I've heard that a few times. Anyway, uh, wait, what wait, is wait, wait, that? Have... what's going on here? How do we know that Zach Cassian isn't just all the same person. It <laughs>
1: Have all text. we ever
0: seen them in the same room? We have room? never
1: seen Tex and Cassian in the same room. They might be the I same mean,
2: we, We've had athletes watch shows on this network before. Wouldn't it crazy? We had, we had an ASU basketball player comment on Sun Devils last year. Maybe Tex Maybe it's his burner.
1: It's like Batman and um, Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Maybe. Hmm. Hmm. Conspiracy we have side-by-side serious. photos? Hmm. Yeah, there we go. Yeah.
2: Might have to explore this a little So You didn't this, get so to talk
1: th- to him because he was on the intermission no. interview. it was great.
2: I, oh, so great. So I'm glad that Todd Walsh or whoever did the intermission or Luke or... It was it was, it was Todd. It was Todd. So it's good. It's good that they got him, but yeah. we didn't get But you him. didn't. So we got Jack McBain, who scored a huge goal and was very excited about it and is, is doing some nice things. I like Jack McBain. I like, I like this guy's future with the team. I think he, he can really fill a role for them.
0: Absolutely. Um, and by the way, Jack McBain, and I've seen a lot of comments about this, he and Bill Armstrong look a lot alike. <laughs> um, it's oh, pretty wow. funny. Like I saw a thing, like Jack McVay should dress up as Bill Armstrong for Halloween or vice versa. Wow. I, I literally
2: know. said it when they first signed him. When they were sitting side by side at the podium, I said he looked like his son. Yeah. Wow. it's well, it's, it's uncanny.
0: Maybe we should ask him about it tomorrow, because is he here? He's tomorrow? gonna be That's here. Tomorrow? That's right. Live like here in here studio. Here, here again. Monday at 12 o'clock. Coyotes GM, Bill Armstrong.
1: So we're on, we're on an studio. hour later.
0: And, and we'll make sure he doesn't fire you because I know I you know. guys had a, tough, time had a little, tough talk last time. I've
1: stepped time. it up since last time.
0: um But we'll be talking. It must be the
1: beer fridge. Do you think it's the beer fridge that like, <laughs> brings him back?
2: I know Leah Sean, honest, honest opinion. Has Petey stepped it up? Yeah, <laughs> 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 that's
0: fair. You, you get, you're bringing your uh, your B game, not your A yeah, game. Yeah. yeah.
1: Gotta bring your A um, game.
0: But yeah, we're really excited to catch up with Bill Armstrong because obviously the trade deadline just passed. We will ask him all about that and kind of look toward the future as well. So we hope to see everybody live in the chat at noon on Monday on the PHX Force YouTube channel because we will be asking. Coyotes GM, Bill Armstrong, five questions from the chat, but only not the first five, the best five. So bring your A game, your A game, A not game, your yeah. B game, not your C That's game, right. your A game to the chat, you know, you and know. we'll uh, pick five questions from the chat to ask. Bill and
2: we will them. decide the best questions, and yes, we are completely biased about what we think will be the best questions. <laughs> no way of knowing what will make the cut. but That's true. So You'll find so. out tomorrow, so be here. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Um, But, you know, GMBA, he's, he's getting those draft picks together right now, trying to put this team in a good position for the future. And Craig, you wrote an article a few months ago about the New Jersey Devils and what they've done and the model they've gone for. And now we've seen, I think, a lot of people, at least myself, I did not expect New Jersey to have the season that they're having. But you look at all their young players. We talked about them being one of the youngest teams in the league. But the New Jersey Devils model is something maybe Coyotes fans want to look to as a blueprint for this team to follow.
2: Yeah, you can go to gophnx.com and just search for New Jersey Devils and you'll find my story. But really what it looks at, and I talked to Ray Shiro, who was the architect really of most of what you see here. You know, Tom Fitzgerald has filled in some pieces, but Ray Shiro was really the architect of that team and didn't unfortunately survive to get to see it come to fruition but what what really excites me for the, from a coyotes perspective with the devils and i say this recognizing that jack Hughes may be on the cusp of becoming a superstar in this league but when you look at their lineup you don't look and say oh my god they have they have you know sidney crosby or they have austin matthews or connor mcdavid or some examples of teams that have won it like patrick kane they don't have that level of player and yet here they are in contention you want to believe that you can do it more ways than the ways that I've talked about a lot in print lately. New Jersey could be a really cool model if they could make a deep run here.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So check out that story. It really paints a good picture. (laughs) And it is a really interesting blueprint to look at because there's all sorts of different, you know, team makeups and it's not just one size fits all. However, it is a lot of draft luck that, that like Ronaldo said in the chat draft luck does help. Um, you know, we've seen Jack Hughes, we've seen Nico. He's Um, and then of course yeah. New Jersey picked second at the last draft. So we need, we Nico, need that draft luck. Nico has
2: had the game winner tonight and I, I, I love his game and I didn't know what he was going to be honestly, when he came into this league, that was a little bit of an underwhelming draft. It looked like at the time and they went with Nico his instead of Nolan Patrick and, uh, He's a really good two-way center. Like in, in some, I don't want to compare him to my man crush, Patrice Bergeron, but this guy is a Selkie Trophy candidate. He's putting up points. He does a lot of things similar to what Patrice Bergeron does. He is a complete two-way center. That's a that's a neat formula as well. And, and right now, he's playing those top minutes for them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, our last topic with you, Craig, was going to be with the trade deadline passing, and we saw Friday nights horrific game how are fans gonna want to go to the last games and see the coyotes play but I gotta say the coyotes themselves kind of gave their pitch on the ice tonight Um, it was a very entertaining game it was a spirited game they had no quit Um, but needless to say it is gonna be an interesting challenge not just for the last 19 games of the season not all of them are home games but the next three seasons to fill mullet with the bare bones that they have going forward
2: yeah. And it was, it was, a, I was wondering about tonight's game. It was a good crowd. It was a really good crowd again tonight. And I, listen, of course, we're talking about mullet. So it's not the same thing, but it was a good crowd. You get a little worried like, okay, as they've fallen out of it, as we're past the trade deadline, as there's really nothing to watch and a bunch of guys went out the door, will people actually still turn out? But it's a good crowd. They're going to need to sustain this for a long time. They're going to be here. And, and as we heard, and as Bill will tell us, This is the long haul. This is not, it's not like they're going to emerge from this next season. That's not going to happen. I mean, I'm not sure if the timeline as long as Petey said it would be where we're talking about 2099, but (laughs) yeah, yeah. it's going to be a while. It's going to be a while. So will will they be able to sustain this? I am really curious about that.
0: Yep. It'll be interesting, but I got to give credit to the Coyotes for being competitive and interesting all season long. Um, yeah. And I actually live, there's one more thing to talk to you about, Craig. I almost forgot. Um, tonight was Pride night, and we've yeah. been talking every time there's a specialty jersey, we've been talking about it. And so we got to acknowledge these because I personally, my opinion, I think these are unbelievable. These are the Pride night warm up jerseys that they wore and then auction off after the game. I thought, as far as warm up, unique, you know, specialty jerseys go, these are unbelievable.
2: I completely agree. I thought these were awesome. <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't mind seeing these in a game, to be honest.
1: Oh, I so like I don't, I don't even, I'm a big fan of the patch yeah. and the numbers.
2: You can read them? You can read them, PD? Can even
1: I read the numbers? Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no,
1: that's all. Yeah, no, that's that is a, a b- for prerequisite for me, Craig, if I can read the numbers. And yes, I can read these numbers.
2: Yeah, this Hockey is, a cool is for design. everyone. It's. I don't need to say anything more than that, but this is a really cool design.
0: Yep. It really is. So shout out Coyotes for um, putting on Pride Night tonight and for the these awesome jerseys. And hopefully the auctioning uh, off of these jerseys raises money for some good causes. Craig, anything else you want to touch on before you head out?
2: No, I'm excited to, to have Bill in, in studio again tomorrow. And before he goes live with us, I will have another story up just on some some things that I wonder. That's all I'll okay. say. Okay. Hmm. Okay, okay,
0: interesting. That's a tease. Yeah, that is a do tease. Do we have any
1: other cool live shows this week?
0: Yes, we, we do. do. Go ahead, Leah. Oh, I mean, no yeah, if we want to talk about the state of the Coyotes, who else to ask besides Bill Armstrong? Then Coyotes president and CEO Javier Gutierrez, who will also be in studio this week, Wednesday at 11 a.m. So, really looking forward yep. to talking to Javier Gutierrez and, um, Probably asking about his shoe game as we well. We are going to talk about
2: <laughs> suits <laughs> and sneaks for sure. Got to ask about the shoe game. He's yeah. got like
1: fire, crazy. I'm, I'm debating yeah. suits and sneak night for me on, on at noon on was he was he noon on Wednesday? Eleven. He's eleven on yeah. Wednesday. I'm, I might go suits and sneaks.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: We'll see. I can't,
2: I can't even rival it, so I'm not going to try. I like no, I got no some.
1: Way. I got some bright I mean, white I- sneaks. Well, we, we maybe.
2: yeah but but yours look like you know something you wear with scrubs you know like you work you (laughs) You look like you're working a hospital
1: orthopedic you know how old i am you gotta get that comfort arch buddy (laughs) (laughs) all right karen got the o'brien jersey
0: oh awesome Karen in the the chat love it all right well craig we will see you tomorrow and looking forward to reading your article
2: all right guys see you tomorrow all right see ya
0: um, as always, you can check out all of Craig's articles over at GoPHNX.com. Um, really excited to read that one and go back and read the New Jersey one. It was yep. a great read and it's relevant now. They just played the devil. So check that out all at GoPHNX.com. And you can access the Die Hard only articles as well by becoming a Die Hard. 20% off merchandise, 20% off events, including our PHNX Tea Party. That in The next one, there's another one. Another tea party. We had a blast last we time. We did. Um, and you can did join you, us.
1: Did you swing a club at all?
0: No. But I did drink I did. a four-peak beer. I, I and swung a couple. I talked to people.
1: The, the, the putting contest was fire.
0: Yeah. Unreal. Uh, that's more my speed. Yeah. So join us Friday, March 24th for a night of golf food, drinks, contest prizes, and more at Dobson Ranch. Come hang out with the PHNX crew, fellow Suns fans, <sighs> and diehards as we watch KD, Booker, and the Suns battle in the final stretch of the season. They take on the Sacramento Kings. Check the link in the show notes to reserve your spot today. And diehards, check Discord for your exclusive discount
1: link. And if you want to, you can get it. You get to hang out with with Sean and Toltrey because they're a very popular draw at the Dobson Ranch Tea Party.
0: Yep, absolutely. Um, and if you
1: know, you know.
0: Coyotes held open practice yesterday at yes, Mullet, they did. and I will say a lot. Of people in the Discord and on Twitter, and I'm sure a lot of people in this chat went to Legal Pete's after, and I got a few mentions. Is that true on Twitter Did that you? the queso was in stock and is back and fire as well? So I'm just saying the, the, I have not steered anybody wrong on the queso's
1: right because it's got to be that right blend of yes. cheese and spices. You don't yes, eat, and, and and they nail it nail it I, so, I, agree.
0: I mean i i crave illegal pizza constantly so those of you who wear i'm jealous um i gotta get out there again soon so if you're heading to any coyotes games anytime soon great stop great place to stop pre-game and nothing cures and especially for uh march madness yep which just starts oh, very soon nothing that's, all cures. that's an all the event nothing cures my bracket is busting the first round <sighs> like fresh limes, tequila, lots of tequila, and sweet agave. So you can try out an illegal Pete's coin premium or frozen margarita. Stop by for happy hour, 3 to 6 p.m. every day. Happy hour is that perfect window before a 7 o'clock coyote start. Just perfect. saying. You end at 6, get over to the game for warm-ups. Yep. Perfect. Pre-game spot. Just saying. Get that queso before a game.
1: Did you see Blatantly and come up with the new segment to the show?
0: No, I did earlier? not. let's. What What is it?
1: It's Craig Wonders.
0: Craig wonders.
1: I think that's a. I think that's a new. Craig wonders. I love that because Craig said he's gonna. He's gonna.
0: Yeah.
1: Craig he's wonders. Ponder. What does Craig wonder? I love it. And I think that's a bit. I, I blatantly asked, and I think he we'll just give you just wrote. We'll a give new you bit. some
0: credit. We will.
1: I think it's a great. What does Craig wonder?
0: I. I, I don't know. I, don't I can't. Even, wait to I don't need. Because <laughs> you, if you,
1: if you read some of the articles, and what, what does he put on his mailbags when he puts those articles? Like it, it to oh, lead like, into like his mailbag. It's always
0: a random topic.
1: Unbelievably random. Yeah,
0: so random. That's Craig, Craig wonders. wonders.
1: Yep, that's crazy. I love Wenders. it.
0: In the off season, we should just yeah. have that once a week. Craig that's a Wonders. Craig Wonders. And you can be. More- and he
1: does. It doesn't even have to be hockey related. Your
0: segment will be what stress PD out today. Yes. <laughs> what stress on. PD out today? We'll find out. There's a whole thing with a
1: knife and chicken yesterday, but if we're you not. Know, you know, it if you, know is, you know. PD is
0: um day to day with an upper body injury. Exactly. Let's just say. Um. All right. Well, let's take a look at the Coyotes' upcoming schedule. These next two weeks are hell
1: god where's the win we're there? back
0: to the tuesday thursday saturday sunday schedule like they uh, had in january i thought we got over it the back-to-back um,
1: saturday sundays i know i not it's a worse
0: fan for them because they're in colorado saturday luckily it's a four o'clock start uh, but then back home thank god at least they've had some actual home stands. and those two
1: teams are playing really well right now too yeah Minnesota and Colorado. Yep, Calgary so. needs the win. Vancouver and Chicago are teams battling for the Bedard basement. So those two games on the sixteenth and eighteenth. Must, must lose. Must lose games.
0: Absolutely. So it's a tough upcoming schedule. But I will say for this to the end.
1: The eleventh against our, our our sister station at DNVR. Yeah. I don't mind a win there.
0: It is fun. Just saying.
1: Because we had a winning record against the Stanley Cup champion Colorado Avalanche a season ago, I would like to continue that into this year. Sorry, AJ, Rudo, Jesse,
0: and Megan, and Megan, PD, and
1: sometimes Blaze.
0: Any final thoughts from this one?
1: No, I think that this team got back together. I think they got Bear did it right, and he set the tone from trade deadline to today. They got their their team back on track. They played Coyote hockey and. He said it when, when we interviewed him the other day that it, they might not win the games, but they they have to compete for their mm-hmm. games, and you want to see that that kind of compete level, and that's what they did tonight, right till the final buzzer. That's what we're going to see for the next eighteen games from this Coyote team is a team that plays as hard as they can, whoever's on the ice, from buzzer to buzzer. So uh, I think that was a it was a moral victory, even though they get one point out of it, and they don't get two. That's that's a big home. I'm gonna say it. It's a victory. It, getting it, one it point against the New Jersey Devils, who are one of the hottest teams in the league and, and second in the Metro. So, this is the way this Coyote team needs to play for the next 18 games.
0: Yep. And you know what else tonight was, PD? I don't. Another line complete. Get the hell out of on here. The punch card.
1: There's the punch card.
0: Two <gasps> lines plus god. one star.
1: Oh left. God. Can you believe? Honestly, when 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 DP put this up for the very first time, I'm like, oh my god, that is a lot of games. We're never gonna get there and it's it's the end It's within our sights. it's within sight it's i am in our sights excited
0: so crazy, crazy shout stuff. out
1: to, to to sean for that design of the punch card still we haven't mentioned it in a while but that's that that is but every graphic you design. see
0: mostly sean designed in their unbelievable fantastic. he's very talented um all right we have a four dollar super sticker from shane this one is shiba dog gifting a large bone bowing respectfully so now we
1: have to go to
0: that's what's happening Yep, that's oh, what's yeah. happening.
1: See, that's, see, I, like when Shane does that, I learn a little bit more. Everybody. Yep. So I get it.
0: Yep. All right. Well,
1: I am uh, disappointed with Altex. I'm going to say <laughs> it at the end of the show. So, Altex, when you're listening tomorrow, we, uh, we expect to see a tweet tomorrow holding the Cassian stick and jersey on Twitter tomorrow in honor of his king of the game.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And
1: you missed the show today.
0: It's okay. We forget.
1: Maybe you. celebrating. Yeah,
0: maybe. Um, well, everybody here in the chat live with us, thank you so much. Hit the like button on this video. Or if you're watching later, hit the like button. And wherever you get your podcasts, like, subscribe, leave us a review there as well. You can follow us on Twitter, at SPetersHockey, at Leah Merrill, at Craig S. Morgan, at Sean underscore pause, at PHNX underscore Coyotes, follow PHNX Sports across all social platforms. And most importantly, subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel, hit the notification bell. Be there for Bill Armstrong tomorrow, Monday at noon. So you're going to get your questions in the chat and maybe ask to GMBA himself. Really looking forward to that one. Big week ahead, lots of stuff going on. So stay locked in right here on PHNX Sports. But everybody, enjoy the rest of your Sunday, and we'll see you tomorrow.